Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for this episode of The 10-Minute Leader. My name is Ben Duick, and I'm a leadership development trainer, coach, and facilitator. I'm the founder of Canterra Leadership, and I'm here today with Derek Earle. Now, Derek is the vice president of the World Trade Center Winnipeg. Derek, how about you actually give a quick little snippet as to what does that mean? What does the World Trade Center do that listeners can learn about? Hello, and uh, you know, thank you very much for having me on your podcast, Ben. It's a pleasure, pleasure to be here. So the World Trade Center Winnipeg, we're a Manitoba-based organization that we're there to help companies who want to start a business, grow their business, or expand and trade internationally. And so we work from companies of all level, right from the individual who wants to figure out how do I start a business in Manitoba up to the global exporter. And we help them in a variety of ways through advisory services. We have a team of advisors, provide market research. We offer extensive training, all for free, by the way. So uh, all the listeners out there should take advantage. And we facilitate connections and introductions to help them grow their business internationally. And we do that as members of a World Trade Centers Association with over 300 counterparts in a global network. Yeah, and I think the interesting thing about that is when I first met you, Derek, that was probably three or four years ago, I actually didn't even know that Winnipeg had a World Trade Center branch. And uh, yet it's uh, something that I think has been, I mean, you guys have been growing your impact. And it's something I think that Winnipeg and Manitoba should be excited about and proud of that we're able to uh, make those connections and, and help businesses grow. And it's been interesting to learn more about World Trade Center myself. So the other piece of things that you're a part of is a uh, your founding board director of Biz for Climate, a business-led movement which promotes climate action. Maybe give a snippet of what, what exactly Biz for Climate is, too. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Yeah, brand new organization, uh, a not-for-profit or, uh, corporation. And what we're doing is mobilizing business leaders, so business owners and corporate leaders, to promote action on climate change. And we're advocating for a clean and a zero-carbon economy, and we're pushing for policy directions that are going to support a rapid decarbonization of the economy. So we want to get to a place where we have a low-carbon economy and fast, and we think there's all kinds of great business and economic reasons to get on board and, and do so. So we're mobilizing businesses to get behind this concept, and the key thing we're doing right now to move that forward is we invite companies to sign what's called the Climate Action Pledge, which is a very simple declaration that basically says they support these principles that hey, climate change is an issue, it's an economic issue, and we've got um, and their strategies to compete in a clean economy, and we need to make some changes to get there. And we want to mobilize that mm -hmm. voice and hopefully uh, have a positive impact. Well, and I'm say that Canterra Leadership is one of the signees already for Biz for Climate, so good to be a part of what you're uh, working on there. And thank you very much for that, for that and for your, all your support along the way. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, and I'll have links to both the World Trade Center website and the Biz for Climate website in uh, the uh, show notes and in the social media posts. And so if people are watching this and you're curious about either one of those organizations, definitely check out those links. So for people who are watching, if you haven't watched any of these yet, uh, my goal is to talk to guests about leadership and try to keep the conversation around the 10 minute mark around leadership. I know it's hard, you know, you can talk about leadership forever, but uh, just kind of to give a snippet, a bite-sized chunk of leadership from people who are involved in leading in various ways. And so uh, today, of course, we have Derek joining us. And so I'm excited, Derek, to hear a little bit more about leadership from your perspective as we kind of dig in. So thanks again for joining us, joining us, joining me. I mean, a pleasure to be here. So yes. uh, thanks for the invite. <laughs> So how about we start with a, with a question just around a definition. When you consider leadership, how do you define leadership? I think you sent a few questions, and this is the one I actually spent the most time thinking about because it's, yeah. it's a very short question, but there's a lot that gets packed into that. The, the way I think about it, it's related to the notion of kind of what's the greater good and like what's that positive impact you're having in the world? Right. 
the concept servant leadership gets, you know, is fairly popular out there quite a bit. And I think it does capture some of the, some of the sense. And it's about like, what are you giving? Like, what are you giving to the world? What are you giving to other people? So, you know, it's not so much like leadership is not about gaining followers, but, you know, are you developing other leaders? And those types of questions, I think it's that. So for me, it's really that notion of what's that greater good and positive impact that you're, you're having. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Servant leadership used to be um, not as well known. And it was really only for about the last 30 or 40 years since the definition even came about. But really the last 10 or 15 is probably when it's taken uh, more prominence to change the model a little bit from people serving the leader to the leader kind of trying to see how they can help others around them, which I think is an exciting, exciting piece of it. That's a good, good mm-hmm. answer, Derek. Thank you. So when you think of yourself as a leader, what are different ways that you have been intentional and in growing as a leader? I think for me, like it's been intentional about growing as a person and I spent much more time and focus on that in terms of trying to you know doing a lot of personal development a lot of reading on a whole range of topics from you know not just on a a business or leadership side but about issues and also just about really in the personal development space of the you know learning from those how do we better understand ourselves those questions of you know what do I want to do what do I want to achieve what are goals that I have and how am I doing? Am I even on that path to achieve those things I, I think I want to achieve? So that's where I spent more time. And there's definitely have dedicated time to study and reflection and developing good habits and to, to seeking help and training and resources and coaching and insert plug here, but have benefited from your uh, executive coaching as well. And it's been very helpful in the process. So, Thank but it hasn't you. been focused on, I'm doing this to be a leader. It's been focusing on developing myself and what are the things I want to do and achieve and how do I want to do that? be able to move forward in that in that way yeah yeah i love that answer derek thank you that personal development side of things understanding ourselves is probably one of the most important steps of, of growing as a leader for sure but what about the uh, flip side of of things the challenges the hardest part what do you think is the hardest part of being a leader i think it's remembering that it's not about us and it's not about me and what i want to achieve so it's that people part of the leadership and remembering that people are are very different the way that they understand the way they process information, the way they communicate, the way they receive information, uh, what their interests are, and how does that align. Mm-hmm. So, so no, no matter what you want to achieve, if you need people to come along with you to do it, it's not just about what I want to do or my goals, but it's really about how is what I'm doing helping those other, you know, the other people, how is it helping to develop them and really maintain not only like that win-win kind of mindset, right. but keeping that front and center and that's you're never going to go very far unless people are coming with you and if they're genuinely kind of developing themselves along the way. So Mm, that can be hard, you know, because we just want to go fast. We want to get stuff done. We want to move forward. But, you know, I think anytime you stray too far from that, that people side of it, then you often get yourself in more trouble. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for that answer. That's great. He says from lessons learned in the past. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's part of leadership too, right? Learning from the mistakes, learning from the things we've done in the past and hopefully, hopefully getting better too. Right. So So what about advice? So what kind of advice would you give to other leaders who might be tuning in and listening or watching our brief conversation here? Well, it goes back to to my earlier points in the way I approach it, but it's taking that time to really get to know yourself, Mm. to know like what it is you want to be, who you want to be, find those interests, find those passions that allow you to be very authentic in in terms of what it is that you're doing. Right. And I think once you're, you're clear on that, it'll help you, you know, identify goals that you want to have it'll give you it'll give you that vision as to to where you're trying to go and to lead and then the authenticity that'll come through that yeah. will just 
will help you achieve that better because it's, you know, there's a, there's a reason for what you're doing and it's, it's clear that it aligns with your, your values and your interests. Mm-hmm. So, and that can be hard. I mean, yeah. it's taken me years to, to really kind of work through that and figure out not only what my interests are, but how to actually do something about it, how to pursue those goals and, mm-hmm. and figure that out. And it's not easy. You have to ask yourselves a lot of hard questions sometimes. And sometimes you need to change course in what you're doing. Right. But I think that's the biggest one, because once you find that, you'll be able to find a place of happiness and much better position to not only help yourself, but to help others as well, if you're in that right, right place. Right. Well, and that segues into, I mean, the last question that I had for you from the ones I sent to you, I mean, you basically talked about it a little bit, but I was going to ask about, you know, how do passion and vision relate to your journey specifically as a leader? I mean, maybe flesh that out a little bit. I mean, both probably your involvement at World Trade Center, but also with Is for Climate uh, relate to that. But maybe how would you answer that? How do passion and vision relate to your journey? Well, I think very important in just kind of building on what, what I said. I've, I've got to a point now where I think I've got a lot more clarity in terms of what I want to do and what do I want to achieve and, and what's some of the, the difference and impact that I want to be able to make. I'm somebody that's motivated by big issues. So an issue like climate change uh, speaks to me very, very loudly. And, you know, I, I think about it. I think about sort of my place in the world and, and that sense of responsibility of what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Those are things that motivate me. But so I think it's important. You have to find those things that you're passionate about. Like, how does that align with your strengths? And I think through that, your vision eventually becomes more clear. Right. And that's, again, related to that process of knowing and understanding yourself and take the time, invest in developing yourself and knowing, learning about your strengths and learning about your blind spots. Right. And that's the concept I really picked up through our training in the strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, you know, as much as you focus and build around your strengths, all of us carry blind spots and how we operate the flip side of us and, so being mindful to all that, I think is really, uh, is really helpful. But at the end of the day, if you're genuinely focused on your passions, your interests, and it's authentic, that gives you a really strong base to, to grow and do whatever it is, whatever domain you're in, you can, I think you'll be better positioned to be successful. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. So before we wrap up one last surprise question, I like to ask a little okay. bit of a fun one to wrap things up. And I like to make a little bit of a surprise. So it's an interesting one because of the, uh, would you rather, here's the question. Would you rather be a leader during the pandemic of 2020 or be a leader during World War One? Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the pandemic in 2020. This is the, this is the world I live in. And this is the, the place where we have an opportunity to have an impact. Yeah. Good. And, you know, if I might go back to Biz for Climate and what we're trying to achieve around yeah. this, one of the questions in this is, okay, well, why now, right? Don't we have a global pandemic that's going on? Um, shouldn't we be focused on that? And the answer is absolutely yes, we should. You know, we can't take our eye off the fact that there is another big and looming issue that's going to cause, you know, you know potentially uh, a lot more disruptive impacts down the road if we don't make some changes fast in how we do business and how we run our economies. Right. So, yeah, I'm here in the present. This is this is the time I've been given to sort of do what I can. So yeah. plus we answer. have the benefit of these technologies to be able to you know carry on and, and do a lot of things. In the case uh, back in World War One, exactly. If they would have had Zoom back then, I wonder what would have changed, right? So yeah. Okay, well, thanks, Derek, for taking a few minutes to share your thoughts on leadership and giving some good answers to some tough questions. And I'm excited to see how your work continues to go with World Trade Center, but also with uh, Biz for Climate as you uh, and the other board directors work on building that. So all the best with that. And again, the links will be available for people who are watching this. And uh, thanks thanks so much. 
Well, thanks again, Ben. I, I said, appreciate the opportunity to be here. And if anyone is looking for more information, what we do at the World Trade Center, wtcwinnipeg.com. And at Biz for Climate, we are on Biz for Climate, B-I-Z for Climate.com. Great. Thanks so much. And thanks for everyone who's watching and listening. And I hope everyone continues to grow as a leader. Have a great day. Thanks.